0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sadita. Good afternoon and welcome to episode 35 of the Good Neighbor Podcast here in Pasco County. We are excited today. We have Carolina Mendoza, the CEO of Healthy Hope Insurance on with us. Carolina, how are you doing this afternoon?
1: I'm doing super well. Thank you so much for asking. How are you? You do
0: health insurance and you're doing super well. That's kind of, it's, you don't even need your services if you're doing so super well.
1: Well, that is what I'm here for, to make sure people stay well.
0: So, <laughs> excuse me, I apologize. A really good professional of me coughing. You made me laugh a little bit. So a little bit about the Good Neighbor podcast. So what we do and how we do it, why we do it. The Good Neighbor podcast was started back in 2020 during COVID by a guy named Charlie McDermott down in Southwest Florida, and the whole reason for doing what we do was in that period of time when we couldn't you know, get out and talk to people face-to-face, we had to create a way to get businesses' information out to the community, and we used the Good Neighbor podcast. Now, three years later, the Good Neighbor podcast is all over the United States, and I'm lucky enough to be the person who gets to talk to business owners here in the Tampa market? Now, full disclosure: Carolina and I know each other a little bit. We've hung out a few times. We've played golf together at at um, at uh, Tiger Woods Golf Pop Stroke in Wesley Chapel. I think I won. I don't remember the exact score. We won't get into details of who won. I actually, who got the score.
1: lowest. I got the lowest score of the entire crowd.
0: But see, that's the thing. You're You're so good at what you do, you can't even focus on the other stuff out there, like being a great miniature golf player like me. So because you're not good at miniature golf, tell us a little bit about your business, about Healthy Hope Insurance.
1: Well, actually, on that golf course, I was in a meeting, had to take a call and help a client out uh, midway through. So I think that's why I lost. Um, I think that shows
0: your commitment to your craft is what that shows.
1: That is very true. Um, but what I do is help small business owners, um, small businesses, self-employed people, families um, with affordable private health insurance. I'm able to help them with the public market options, the Obamacare ACA plans as well. But my main focus is to help those uh, small businesses and self-employed people get onto the private market for tax deductible plans.
0: Okay, so tell everybody, I mean, health insurance is vital. You know, we need it. I mean, as I get older, when I was younger, for some reason, it didn't seem as important. But now as I get older, it seems much more important. But tell the people that are listening to the podcast a little bit about your personal journey. I know from knowing you, you've tr- you've been all over the country. You, you know, you have a very, very... Um, a very diverse journey that you got you to this point. Tell us a little bit about you personally.
1: So I was actually born in Brazil. So my first language is Portuguese. And when I was six years old, um, I moved to the United States. I grew up in New Jersey. right next to New Oh, York, I knew California. there was
0: something about you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm from New Jersey. You know that.
1: Listen, people always tell me I have a Jersey, New York accent all the time. Um, but I grew up up there and it was very interesting, very diverse. Um, actually, I have two degrees in psychology, which really helps me out um, in today's industries that I'm working in. Um, but really, my story and my passion kind of collides together with health insurance. Um, because growing up here, and like you said, young, we don't really think that we ever need health insurance, especially when we're healthy. Um, because honestly, health insurance can be very expensive. And when you're healthy, you just don't think that you're going to need that at any point. Um, And that's how my parents were. That's how I was. And honestly, that's really big part of the even the Latin culture. We don't see health insurance as something valuable. Until my father was 44. Back in 2015. Um, He never had any health issues. This was an active guy where construction snowboarded, um, played soccer. And out of nowhere, he had a major heart attack. We were camping and he passed out. I drove him over to the local hospital and my surprise, they had to helivac him to the nearest um, specialty hospital for cardiac surgery. Um, At 44, being healthy, right? As we thought, we didn't have adequate insurance for him. So when they did as much as they could for a few months, they were able to keep him going. Um, And it got to the point where eventually they had to send us home because being that he needed a heart transplant, the insurance situation that we were in was not going to allow that to happen. Hospitals need to make sure that you're going to have not only the care right then and there for the transplant, but an ongoing care, medical care and family support to be able to keep the organ viable. I had to take my dad home to die. They uh, sent me home with the medications, taught me how to apply them, and just said, don't come back to the ER. I just couldn't do that. Um, I took my dad over to New York City and we were able to keep him in the ICU there for 45 days where they were able to, you know, give me some time to work on getting him adequate insurance. It took a lot of work and eventually I was able to get it. I was able to bring him back into the hospital and he got evaluated for the transplant. I got, he got a call on a Friday, um, July 15th of 2017 um, and say, you know, saying Hey, Just so you know, you are on the transplant, uh, national transplant list as of this morning. On that Sunday, uh, July 17th, he called me at 7 a.m. and said, meet me at the hospital. They have a heart, which is literally unheard of. People die on the transplant list. And miraculously, he was able to get a heart right then and there. Obviously, the challenges that he faces and the health issues that he has, um, You know, due to the transplant and due to the heart attack are going to be continuous. But the challenge that we face to have to have a loved one sent home to die and you have to watch them die is the most heartbreaking experience. And, you know, my dad even said it himself. Sometimes it's a little easier for someone to just die and you grieve that loss versus watching them die, not having the financial means because we ended up losing our house. We lost his company. We were living off of donations and the kindness of people's hearts. Um, even to for food, uh, people would cook and bring it to us because all of our money was going towards paying for medications. He was on over 80 medications a day and just one of them cost five thousand dollars a month. And that's just not feasible. It doesn't matter how wealthy you are, unless you know, you're know you a multi-billionaire, at some point it becomes heavy. And so it became something that became really important to me. I tried to figure out how to deal with the insurance for him, and I didn't really know what I was doing, kind of shooting and seeing what we were going to be able to do. And just for him, I was paying over $1,500 a month only for him to be able to have the insurance. And that's insane. Um, Now, where I come in into my industry is that I make sure that that doesn't happen to people. I make sure that if we're looking at a plan, one, it's gonna be affordable within your budget. And two, it's going to cover exactly what you need based on your individual needs at that time. I also make sure that I put people in my dad's situation. If that were to happen to you, are you going to be covered? And if you're not, I'm not comfortable doing that to somebody. I've seen people come to me with very cheap plans that, you know, they're like, I want to see what's cheaper. Or I present them a plan and they come back with a similar plan that's cheaper. And they ask me why. Is your plan a little bit more expensive, and the reason being is that there are certain benefits that are going to be missing, and if those benefits are missing, <laughs> you're in a situation where my dad was, and you're it's not going to be covered. I'm not comfortable with that because I've seen how devastating that can be.
0: So, Carolina, uh, you, you know you you <laughs> you just gave us nine minutes on your story about your dad and the thing is this growing up insurance wasn't even a thing on your radar, right? Like this life event that happened for you is the thing that got you passionate about what you do or was it, or were you always, um, a person that was like a caregiver type or wanting to take care of people. Was that part of your personality always? Or did this just kind of trigger all that?
1: So that's definitely part of my personality. Um, My degrees are in psychology. And so naturally, I just want to be able to help people be able to uh, guide them in the right direction. I was a social worker and a counselor for almost 10 years and being presented with the opportunity to go into insurance. I saw a way that I can help people that can not only just save your life, but save your family. Because there's nothing more heartbreaking than realizing that you could have made a decision of paying a few hundred dollars a month. Now, because you decided not to, your family doesn't have a home, you don't have a job, and everything that you've worked for for your entire life is gone. Just because so, you know, that. So,
0: what would be one of the biggest, I mean, is a misconception or, you know, a myth that people think about when it's getting their health insurance I would think a lot of people, exactly what you just said, you said, you know, for a couple hundred dollars a month, you have coverage, whatever that is. Do people generally come to you and think it's going to be thousands of dollars, like it's going to be so much more expensive? Or what's something that people come to you about your specific field where you have to educate them and say, no, it's not like this. That's something, that's a rumor. That's a, that's, you know, kind of just not what the actual reality of this is.
1: I think the number one misconception is price. Um, I think people either are overpriced and aren't aware of that, or the number one thing that I face is people come to me because their friend is paying $100 on a plan for a family of five, and that just doesn't add up. The only way that someone can be in that situation is either they're getting government assistance or they're on a short term plan, which leaves them completely financially exposed. So people's lack of education of what insurance, full insurance is pricing and where to even look for it is the biggest issue because people go online looking for information. Those websites, um, even websites that you think are official will end up selling your information to telemarketers and then you're getting bombarded by people calling you, offering you unviable plans, short-term agents that can only offer those limited benefit plans. And that's how people end up in a really tough situation and not understanding anything. Nobody understands insurance. I never understood insurance until I had to study it and have the knowledge of it in 17 states that I'm currently licensed in. And every state is different. So, People will hear about so-and-so in, you know, Nevada paying a certain price and they're here in Florida when that's not going to be the same. Plans, prices, everything changes depending on your zip code, age, height, weight, gender, and a few other factors. So Right, if you're on a medication, really-
0: if you have like one medication that you take could be a medication. Like I know for me, my the reason I have my health insurance the way I do is I don't qualify for private plans because of a specific medication that I have to take. So I had to go into a a kind of a a alternate plan. Um, So, yeah, all that stuff. People can't compare. It's not apples to apples. You're a woman. I'm a man. You're, you know, you're in shape. I'm not in shape. You're younger. I'm older. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes along with that, that changes all the different levels of what you pay for insurance. So it's got to get doing this day to day for you. Now, listen, I know you have a big personality. I've talked to you multiple times. Insurance isn't exactly like there's no red carpet events for insurance. They don't have like award ceremonies. You don't get up to do an acceptance speech. You're not the insurance uh agent of the year. You know, you don't get all these kind of accolades. So what do you do when you are not embedded in these numbers and this data? What do you do for fun to let off steam?
1: So, um, I love food, um, so I'm always trying a new restaurant. A um, yeah,
0: major. Okay, so stop um, right there. Where's the last place you and your significant other had a um, a meal out that you enjoyed? Give us a review of of a restaurant.
1: Um, recently, one of the best, honestly, customer customer service wise was just like un, unmatched. Was at Ocean Prime in Tampa.
0: Oh, potion prime. It should be. It's nice. Fancy.
1: It is super fancy. But um, this weekend, we actually went to Sushi Yama down in East Tampa for the all you can eat sushi. And my parents were in town, so we wanted to try something different with them. Um, How is your dad
0: doing, by the way?
1: he's doing really well um it's amazing to see him he's actually doing some pilates and i posted on my social media at healthy hope insurance um a video of him doing pilates doing some stuff that i could never you know it's beautiful to watch
0: we we will get to you plugging your website in a minute. We'll get to that in a second. We got to back up here for a second. Where, what part do you live down in that part
1: of town? What part you live in Carrollwood? No, I live in Wesley Chapel um, over do. in Meadow Point neighborhood. Yeah. So have you tried? I literally
0: just interviewed the owners of Azteca de Oro in Wiregrass Mall. Have you tried that New Mexican restaurant?
1: I only picked up dinner there last night. <laughs> you did. How was that? It was really good. They—they
0: um, they, it's a family-owned business. They've been doing it for fifty years. So, so okay. So you're in Wesley Chapel, right? You're in Meadow Point. So you went down into town with your folks. Your dad is doing great. That's good to hear. He's doing Pilates. What is um? What about your mom? Is she is she in good health? Is are your, are your parent? Is your mom in good health? They're like, she, your parents are probably my age. What am I, who am I kidding? Your parents are probably my age.
1: No, I, I'm sure my parents are a little older. Um, but no, my mom is in great health. Um, she's a house cleaner, so she's always physically active.
0: Mm. Um,
1: but she, honestly, the woman never catches a cold. It's insane.
0: And where did they live? They were in town.
1: They're in Jersey, so they're still in Jersey. I'm working on getting them to move down what here. Part
0: of, what part of Jersey are they in? where they in North Jersey?
1: Yeah, yeah. They they live in London. Um, I grew up in Elizabeth, which is right next mm-hmm.
0: door. Mm-hmm. You, 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 where you grew up is the smell that everybody, when they fly into Newark Airport, is what they remember, is the smell from Elizabeth and Union and that area. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with that area. I'm going to drive through there next week, actually. What, um, Listen, so, when I
1: smell that pollution, it's like ooh. It, it's like
0: home. It's like ooh, it just it, it makes me feel like home. What um? So you're trying to convince your parents to move to the south. Your dad would move to Florida. His blood would thin out. He wouldn't need his blood thinners. He he could enjoy life in the warmer weather. No shoveling snow and smelling pollution. Yeah,
1: that's that's. Do you think you'll get them cool. to move? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we want to continue to scale the business so that I can afford to be able to bring them down here and maintain them so they don't have to work anymore.
0: Okay, so besides being a foodie and going and doing restaurant reviews and eating out at restaurants from podcasts we just did, what other stuff do you guys – do you have
1: pets? Do you have kids? Do you have a pet turtle? I have two – um, well, I have three ginger babies. Um, one, multi Poo named Honey. She's 13 years old, and she's my world. Um, she's actually a major, major part of my dad's recovery. Um, she was a huge support to him and to us throughout the whole thing. And then I have two uh, cats, Andrew, who's a all-ginger boy, and a half-white, half-ginger, uh, Penelope Ann.
0: So – what is it about the gingers? Are you just, I mean, do you, do you just have a, you, you have a thing for redheads? Is that what the, is that the thing?
1: No, actually, um, Andy came up to me on the street and I was kind of scared of cats, but in Jersey is cold and I didn't want him to freeze out. So I brought him inside and couldn't have him. So I ended up having to move apartments for this cat. Um, so I, he needed some company, and I went in. When I was a social worker, I went into a home and they had 14 cats, um, eight kittens, and the only girl was this orange and ginger one. So I didn't want competition in the house, so I took her. Um, and then I ended up taking all eight cats to the vet to make sure they got homes. But that's how I ended up with these babies.
0: So. <laughs> You clearly, I mean, your your background is fascinating. You've been all over the world. You've been all over the Western Hemisphere, and you actually survived New Jersey, which should be some sort of bad. There should be like a patch that we should all get if you survived New Jersey. Some sort of like, we have like pins for different groups. There should be like a New Jersey symbol with someone giving the middle finger and a line through it or something like that. That's our badge of passing New Jersey. But, um, you, you know, for you personally, obviously health insurance is your passion. If people are listening to this, what is the one thing that you want them to take away from the fact like, well, let me back up for a second. For for me, when I hear you talk about health insurance, you make a subject that is generally kind of bland. Like you said it yourself, it's numbers, it's all sorts of data. It's looking at your health, which people tend to not want to do. But you make it exciting because you talk about it in a way that your passion comes through. What do you want the people listening to this podcast to say, well, listen, this is why I need to use Carolina. What what is the thing that jumps out?
1: Honestly, avoiding telemarketers and scams. Ending up in a situation where you're paying just to pay. And then when the catastrophic happens, that the reason why you got the health insurance, now you're left financially exposed and it's not going to cover it. That's why people should reach out to me is to avoid those telemarketers, to avoid having your information sold. Everything that I do is kept confidential with me, myself, and I. Um, And that way we can explore every option in the market. That's so you can see it. What I do is get you on a screen share so you can physically see side-by-side comparisons. People should reach out so they are educated at least educated on what it is that they're even looking for. So
0: here's the big spot now. This is the <clears throat> this is the big question. When people need to get a hold of you, what is the best way? Is it your phone number? Your cell phone? Is it carrier pigeon? Is it email? Is it uh, you're just going to your website? Tell everybody, and we will include all this so people can see it when they see the podcast, but tell us how we get a hold of you
1: the best way uh, to get a hold of me is going to be either giving me a call or shooting me a text and then you can also go directly on to my calendar and book an appointment right there and then it's going to ask you several questions so that by the time that we have our appointment when i get on with you i'll have all the research done and all your options ready to look at on the screen
0: And who would be your ideal? Like if someone's listening to this, is it a business owner? Is it a family member? Is it uh, someone in their 60s, someone in their 20s? Who's the person, the ideal customer that you're looking for?
1: Self-employed, small business owners, families, people under the age of 63 that are relatively healthy and are not qualifying for any government subsidies on the public market plans.
0: And what is the number that they can reach you on? Throw that number out there into that stratosphere.
1: 908-220-3386.
0: That is definitely a Central Jersey slash North Jersey phone number, 908. It's not 973, it's 908. I got it. So... with that all being said, we're going to we're going to sign off from the Good Neighbor podcast. I want to thank Carolina for coming on with us. If you are in the market, if you are not 63 or if you're 63 years age or under and you're looking for insurance, if you're a business owner looking to insure your your staff, if you are looking for someone to come in and evaluate your insurance and health health insurance needs, Carolina is your lady to call and you can reach her the number will be in the podcast. Carolina, thank you so much for being on with us. You have a tremendous afternoon.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity, and I really look forward to being able to help out, you know, your audience and anybody that needs me.
0: She's a caregiver. She's a foodie. She'll review your restaurant for you. Contact Carolina today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show go to gnppasco.com that's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610